And we're just going to go into God's word this afternoon, trusting that he will do even much more. The Bible says that the glory of the latter house will supersede that of the former. Hallelujah. It's not a competition, but it's a complementation of what God is going to do in our midst. Hallelujah. And we're just going to get the full dose. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. You know, when you go to, a, to the hospital, they will tell you that this drug is for three days. And you use it morning, afternoon, and night. Hallelujah. If you use it for one day and you don't use it for the second day, you're on your own. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So God has prepared a full dose for us. Hallelujah. And we're just going to take the best that God has for us. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 28. Go with me to Deuteronomy 28, verse 1 to 3. We're just going to open ourselves to the Spirit of God and allow him to do only what he can do. Hallelujah. Are you with me? I would just, I, do you allow me, permit me to allow the Holy Spirit to do what he wants to do? Yes. Hallelujah. So if he tells me to stop, I'll stop. If he tells me to continue, I'll continue. Why? Because it's all about him anyway. Hallelujah. Why go and do a one-man show when you have nobody backing you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. So Deuteronomy 28 and verse 1 to 3. The theme of um, a, a conference for this year is blessed within and without. Hallelujah. But I want us to get the context in which this scripture uh, was said. Hallelujah. Now in verse 1 it says, I'm reading from KJV. Sorry, NKJV rather. It says, if you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands I give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on earth. All these blessings will come up you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. You will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. Hallelujah. So whether you are within the city or you are without the city. Hallelujah. You know some people believe that it's only when you are in the city that you make money. So that's why everybody's trying to come to Lagos. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They say if you, have, if you don't come to Lagos, you have not made it. Or if you don't go to Portacot, or you don't go to Abuja. So every Northerner will be trying to at least try to get to Kano or Kaduna. Because they believe that is where economic life is. And every Southerner will be trying to rush to Lagos. Why? Because they believe that when you just get to Lagos, your life will, be become, will become better. But God is saying here, he says, if you fully obey, whether you are in the city or in the village, you are blessed. Hallelujah. I want to encourage you this afternoon that irrespective of the condition you find yourself, irrespective of the location that you find yourself, you are blessed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, Moses had to tell the children of Israel, now, when you look at the verse 1, I purposefully made us to read verse 1 because, you see, everything that God gives us, there's a terms and conditions apply. So, he said to them, he said, look, if you can make God your priority, if you fully obey God and carefully follow his commands, he said you'll be blessed wherever you are. If you look at even the whole of Deuteronomy from verse 1 to 18, 
I, no, sorry, to 14, 28. From 1 to 14, you will see different blessings that are there. But it is precedent on you following fully the injunctions and commands of God. And you know, when we talk about command of God, people begin to, you know, in some people's mind, it is ten commandments. Thou shalt not. Thou shalt not. Thou shalt not. But God has made it easy for us. He knew we couldn't make it. Those commandments, he knew. Hallelujah. So, let me show you what, what is that injunction. Go with me to Matthew 6 and 33. Remember, it says that if you fully obey God and follow his command, You'll be blessed in the city and you'll be blessed in the field. Matthew 6 and 33 says, what is this injunction? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these blessings, what? Will be added to you. Hallelujah. Message says, steep your life. Immerse your life. In God's reality. Immerse your life in God's initiative. Immerse your life in God's provisions. Immerse your life in God's reality. What is God's reality to you? Is it man's way or God's way? What is real for you? You know, sometimes when you have people are talking, they say, mm -mm, let's not talk. Let's talk reality. Let's talk reality here. What is, God, what is the reality? Is it God's reality that is your reality? Do you have two lives? And some people say, you have a secular life. You have a spiritual life. What is your reality? He says, immerse yourself in God's initiative. What does that mean? What God initiates. Hallelujah. So God just initiates and says, why don't you start a water, a pure water business? And say, ah, oh, we're talking big business, we're talking pure water. Is that what is going to make somebody blessed? He said, immerse yourself in God's reality. You want blessings? Immerse yourself in God's initiative. That's seeking his kingdom. When you tell him that Lord, whatever you say is the final authority. When you tell him, Lord, I will follow you wherever. If you tell me to go to the desert, I will follow you. If you tell me to go to the bush, I will follow you. Somebody followed God into, a, into a, a forest and it became a city. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God told Tadadiboye, follow me. You want? He said, God, give, make me a landlord. God said, follow me. Just follow me. Can you follow me? Follow me. So God told him to him. To a forest. He said, God, is, is, is this, is, this is the place. We're talking blessings here. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Follow his initiative. Make his word priority. 
So God said, don't worry. You want me to make you a landlord? Just follow me. And he took him to the village inside a forest. And he said, this is the place. He said, eh. He said, eh. And if he wanted to be a landlord, he became a townlord. The Bible says that it is the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich. It says above all you can even ask or think. So you are looking for one story building on a street and he gave you a town. Blessed. Hallelujah. He says immerse yourself. Just seek him. Seek his kingdom. Seek his ways. Seeking his kingdom does not mean that in the morning, early in the morning, in the morning, I will rise and praise the Lord. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Lord. You can sing that all day long and you will not be blessed. Hallelujah. He's not carrying bell in the morning. Give your life to Jesus. It's part of it. Because you are bringing men into the kingdom. But it is not all of it. So you can be a fantastic evangelist, but still be poor and, bro and broke. You can be a woman of faith and power. But you are sick in your body. We're talking blessings here. Blessing doesn't mean financial alone. I hope we do understand that. Because if you are sick, you are not blessed. If you are in lack, you are not blessed. If you are challenged, it's not blessing. Because they say that the blessing of the Lord, what? Makes rich. It means that it, 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 it makes you in... You have abundance. So you have abundance of health. It's blessing. That you don't go to hospital for 10 years. You don't even know what head, if they If they describe headache, you will be looking like, what, what does headache mean? It's blessing. Hallelujah. So it means that for you to seek first God's kingdom, you submit yourself totally to the rule and the reign of God in our lives. When our number one desire is to submit to God's authority. Hallelujah. You know, and I, I, I learned something recently. There was a, a woman of God that was saying that, you know, do you know that there's a difference between submission and obedience? You obey when you don't have power to do so. You submit when you can, when you can actually decide not to obey. So God is saying, when you want to seek my kingdom, when, when you want to make my, priori, my kingdom priority, you submit. That is when you are putting God's kingdom first. There are quite a number of people, the reason why they come to church is because they don't want God to strike them down. Some people give tithe because they don't want devourer on the 90%. That's not submission. That's obedience. 
which is stemmed out of fear. He says, you willingly say, Lord, whatever. If you tell me to leave this job, it is because I know you will take care of me. So I will leave it without thinking. Because I know that his thoughts are thoughts of good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What does it mean to, to keep, to see God's kingdom first? It means to be heaven focused and heaven conscious. When you are conscious of heaven, hallelujah, that you would rather let some things go than to get yourself involved in mud. Inflicting passions. You know, the way we are, the world has made us believe that materialism is the ultimate. And so you, gra- you get all you can and can all you get. But you see, we have to begin to rewind ourselves and retune ourselves to heaven's materiality. Hallelujah. Because you see, everything that we have, we have today that looks good today, we look old tomorrow. Hallelujah. There was one limousine that um, I saw the picture. It was parked where those beans were. And somebody said, there was a time that this limousine, it was the talk of the town. But now it's not even fit to live in the house of the owner. They now packed it in the dustbin. Being heaven conscious. Making our focus heaven. The Lord, irrespective. Irrespective of what I have to let go for the sake of heaven. I will do so. Hallelujah. Are we still here? Are we still here? And you know, whatever God tells us to do is not grievous. Whatever God tells us to do, it ultimately is for our benefit. Follow me to 1 John. 1 John chapter 5. Let's go to verse 1. Hallelujah. Is someone helping me over there? First John 5, 1. He says, Whosoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone that loveth him that begat, loveth him also that is begotten of him. Yes, too. If by this we know that we love, that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. Three. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments. And his commandments are not grievous. Because we don't have the full picture. Because we don't know the full picture. It might look as if it's this God. Hallelujah. When God told that Adiboye again to go to the forest, his commandment is not But does it look like the picture? Does it look like the picture? I remember a story of a, a testimony of a brother 
who said that he traveled to South Africa. And when he got to South Africa, he was in his hotel room. And God said, go to the airport. He said, for what? God didn't, you know, God works with us by faith. So he didn't hear anything again. He wanted him to take that step of faith. He said, go to the airport. So he said he was wondering, I'm not expecting anybody. I am a stranger in South Africa myself. This is not my country. So I will just go to, to the airport and be roaming about Nigerian. Won't they think there's something wrong? But thank God he decided to seek the kingdom of God first. And to obey God's initiative. So he got to the airport. And he was looking, okay, so God, I am here. What's next? And he said, look at that man. And he saw a man. The man was looking, you know, stressed out. He was looking fretful. So he walked up to him and said, sir, good afternoon. Is there anything I can do to help you? And the man said, are you in Nigeria? He said, I am in Nigeria. He said, there was a, the, the car that was supposed to come and pick me. I can't see the car. I can't, call, I, I can't reach the driver. He said, okay, where are you going? He said, I'm going to Soso Hotel. He said, okay, if you don't mind, I will take you there. And the man said, will you do that? He said, yes. So he, he came with his own car. He took the man there. And he took the man to his hotel. When he was leaving, the man said, thank you so very much for bailing me out of a very difficult situation. This is my card. Whatever you need in Nigeria, call me. Whatever you need in Nigeria. I will not tell you the name of the man. But he said he didn't know him. He didn't recognize him. Some of us, our blessing may not, may not pass us by and we will not recognize it. He said he didn't recognize him. It was when he saw the card, he looked at the man. It connected. He said when he came back to Nigeria, the man is into ticketing. He said, he has been trying to get to one ministry in the north. A very big ministry that they send people for trainings and all of that. And he has been finding it difficult. So he called him and he said, Daddy, do you know anybody in this ministry? I've been trying to, you know, come in there as their airline, you know, tickets, ticket consultants. And he said, go there. When you get there, present my card and say, I sent you. From that ministry, he got almost like 10 other ministries. From somebody that was trying to settle himself, trying to struggle, he became somebody that bought a house in South Africa, has houses in Lagos, has offices in almost every state in Nigeria. Seek ye first. Follow God's initiative. Follow his mind. Obey his command. Submit to his will. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When we prioritize God's instruction, it will come out for our good. 
will just be wondering, ah, ah, is it only you? You will be in the house. Blessing will come and meet you there. You will be outside. You will be attracting blessings. Hallelujah. Remember the story of Isaac. His father had gone to Egypt when it was farming. You know it is the normal thing. When there's problem in one country, what do people do? Emigration. It's not today. Hallelujah. There are many instances in the Bible. You know the story, the story of uh, Naomi? Uh, there was problem in uh, Israel. What did she do? She and her whole family, they emigrated. And she came back alone. So emigration is not a, is not a new thing. Hallelujah. So Abraham had emigrated to Egypt when there was problem in the land, when there was famine. So Isaac knew the, the norm. When there is no food in one place, where do you go? You go to another place where there is food. And God told him, don't move. You move, you are O-Y-O. It didn't make sense. Like it won't make sense if God tells you to go to, Niger to, to stay in Nigeria. It won't make sense. Will it make sense? If you have opportunity. You'll be looking at the dollars like this. You'll be calculating it. If I work for 10 hours, it's a cost of $50 multiplied by 500. It won't make sense. But he stayed back and we know the story. The Bible says that he reaped a hundredfold in the land of famine where there was not enough Somebody was reaping hundredfold. It is a crime. Is it not a crime? That's what God will do with your life in the name of Jesus. People will be thinking it is not fair. Somebody has not eaten three square meals. You, you have enough for the next three months. Why? Because you decided to seek first the kingdom of God. I know a story of another brother in this church. Who, when things were going bad in his company, he wanted to jump ship. <laughs> Everybody was leaving. God said, stay. He said, where? Here. God said, eh, this place. He said, they are going, no. He said, mm -mm, just stay. You stay. By the time everybody had gone, and a new management took over, he just said, ah, you, you are here. You are very good, though. And they promoted him. In the same place where people had thought that there was no hope. He said, seek first. I love that message. He said, follow God's initiative. Follow his thoughts. Because he sees beyond you. You can only see beyond you. You can't, you can't see beyond your nose. As we are here now, do we know what's happening on the streets? Seek first. Follow his thoughts. Hallelujah. <laughs> Why? Because he said in Psalm 75, let's go there. Why should we prioritize his command? We're talking about blessed within and without. And we're saying for you to be blessed, you must first of all make God 
and his instructions, your priority. Psalm 75, verse 6 and 7. He says, For promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. But we know that there are four sides of it. Is that not so? Then we say what? East, west, north, and south. So if he says promotion does not come from the east, it doesn't come from the west, nor from the south, then it will mean the north, Abby, because he didn't talk about north. Hallelujah. That means that if promotion does not come from the south, and it does not come from the east, and it doesn't come from the west, then we should look north. What does not depict in the Bible? Let's go there. Isaiah 14. What does not depict? The Bible is very, very clear. It doesn't use words frivolously. When God says yea, he means yea. Isaiah 14, 12 and 13. He was talking about Lucifer. He says, how art thou falling from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground? which weakens the nations. And you said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit upon the mount of assembly in the what? In the what? In the sides of the north. So where is north? When God says, promotion does not come from the south. It doesn't come from the east, nor from the west. And Lucifer said, no, you know, where, you know where the power is? I have to go and put my throne on the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. Therefore, my brethren, I put it to you that the north signifies the place where God resides. So God is saying, promotion doesn't come from anywhere but from me. Increase doesn't come from anywhere but from me. Hallelujah. It doesn't come from anywhere. It comes from God. I remember the story of Reverend George Adegboye. The founder or the senior pastor of Rema Chapel. He lives in Ilori. He said to us, he said, God told me. We're talking about being blessed. He said, God told me, stay in Ilori and I will take you to the uttermost part of the earth. The only condition I give you is to stay in Ilori. Some people would think... Ilone, there's nothing there now. It's dry. Is it not? It's a civil servant state. But from the backside of the desert that we... He says sometimes when he goes somewhere, maybe he goes to minister in a place abroad because I don't think there's any continent in the world that he has never been from Ilone. He said when they call him, maybe he went to minister somewhere and they, are, you know, they appreciate him. He said, oh, fantastic man of God. Where are you from? He says, Africa. Where in Africa? He says, Nigeria. Oh, you must come from Lagos. He said, no. What about Abuja? Eh, eh. Kaduna? No. 
Port Harcourt, because those are the places they, they hear about. You say, eh, eh, where are you from? Ilani. Blessed within and without. And from the so-called dry land, he has been to places. God has given him platforms that some people in Lagos will forever dream to stand on. Till they die, they won't stand on that platform. All because one man dared to seek God's kingdom first. God's initiative. God's directive. God's command. God's suggestion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You might have all the degrees in the world. God will say, go and learn Taylor. Is it not somebody that is sewing for the president? Tell me, is it a mechanic that is sewing for him? Hallelujah. When God blesses a man, irrespective of what he does, he would stand out. And that's what we're coming here to learn. That blessings within and without has a term and condition. It's already available. But it's like a phone call. Your phone can ring. If you don't pick it, you won't get the message. Hallelujah. Am I correct? Your phone can be ringing. God says, I, will, I want to bless you. I want to put you on a pedestal. I want the world to know that you are mine. But if you don't pick up the call, it will enter voicemail. You will say, the number you are calling is not available to pick it. Hallelujah. So we must ensure that we fulfill the desire of heaven every day. Every day. You get up in the morning and say, Lord, I know that I'm blessed. Well, what's the direction for today? I know that I'm blessed already. I know you've already, you've already packaged it. But where is it? Because if you don't know where is it, where it is, you will wonder. It says the way, the, 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 the Bible, the scripture that says uh, the ways of a man will him because he doesn't know how, what, how to enter into the city. You'll just, be, you'll just be walking. You'll be walking hard. But at the end of the day, there's nothing much to show for it. Hallelujah. So how do we seek his kingdom? Because there is a how. You cannot go to God on your own terms. You cannot be blessed on your own terms. Remember, he has finished the work. When Jesus went to the cross, he finished it. He said, it is done. Dusted and completed. The blessing has been handed over. You have it. But you have to obtain it. How do we seek his kingdom number one you have to listen to God's word John 15 and 7 it says if you abide in me and my words abide in you you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you do you know why you can ask what you will because you know his will so what you are willing or what you are asking is actually his will 
When Jesus went to pray for Lazarus to, to wake up after four days, you think it was Jesus' will? It was the will of God. He just asked the will of God and it became. So you, you can't ask a miss because you know that is what God wants you to do. Hallelujah. You need to seek his, bless, his, you know, seek his word. Listen. He says, when you, when my words abide in you, then you will ask for anything. Doesn't that sound like blessing? That God is giving you a blank check. But the blank check is precedent to hearing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not against traveling, trust me. Hear me well. But you see, anything you want to do in this world, any action you want to take, if you take it on the basis of financial planning or man's intelligence, you are most likely to fail. Hallelujah. There are some people, it's only when they get to heaven that they will know what they missed. Because what they thought they had was good. But you see, good is the enemy of better. And better is the enemy of best. You want to go to school, you better ask God. So you will not waste four years. You want to go to a particular office, ah, you better ask God. Ah, you may look juicy. Hey, I knew a colleague of ours. He got a good job. All of us were envying him. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that time, Killer's car just came. You know Killer's car? You just press, bang, the door will open. You, you are not struggling with key. So, he got a job and he came to visit us, you know. You know why people want to come and terrorize you? <laughs> to come and show you that level has... So he came. Everybody started healing him. Hey! Bobo! Ah! Or more. They gave him a killer's car. All of us were still struggling with killer car. He said, the place is very good. You know how it is. Now people will start congregating. Oh boy, then get space. Then get space for your company. If you send my CV, eh? help me talk to your HR now. Little did we know that the government of the day will frustrate that company when they got tired of us, they carried their portmanteau and left. And all the people with the killer's car became jobless. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Maybe if Naomi had asked God, that Lord, this uh, place that we want to go, how far? How can you leave your country with three boys and a husband and you come back empty? How far? You know, they left some people there. They left some people in the, in the country they left. Abby. And they came back to meet them. They were not dead. They didn't die. They were doing well. Hallelujah. Number two, how do we seek his kingdom? Being under the influence of the Holy Spirit or being in tune with the Spirit of God. 
Romans 8.14 says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. It's not every man that you can marry. If you rush in, you will rush out. Hallelujah. If you are in tune with the spirit of, he say, hey, I'm old, I'm getting old. You know, people are leaving me. Ah. <laughs> you have to be in tune with the spirit of God. That's what we call blessing. That you know that you know that this is the man. And irrespective of what you go through, you know. And the one who has ordained for you, he will bless you. It will become story. It will look like it's going to break. But the boat will get to the promised land. Hallelujah. Where does the spirit of God live? You know, he told us, he said, they that are led by the spirit of God are the sons of God. Let me show you where the spirit of God will lead you. Go to Psalm 23. Where does the spirit of God lead? <laughs> Psalms, the psalmist said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He leads me. Where? Still waters. Still waters. A place where you will drink and you will drink clean water. He leads me to the green pastures the place of plenty the places of our bond is that not blessing when you allow the spirit of God to lead you he will lead you to the place of still waters you will not be thirsty you will not be parched he will take you to the green pasture where there will be more than enough for you. That is the blessing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I have seen people that were molding blocks. So molding block. They have built house. Is. You know what I mean? After they finished their own house, they now started building others. So it's now house is. And we have seen the person wearing tie. Wearing shoes. Every day to work. He doesn't have the spoke of a tire. Hallelujah. This blessing is available, brethren. But there are conditions precedent. So he wants you to hear him. Seek his word. God, what do you have in stock for my life? How do you want me to go about it? When you read God's word, you will know what is your inheritance. When you hear the Holy Spirit, you will know how to get it. You know, there's a way you can know some things, but you don't know how to get it. Abi, you don't know. Policeman will slap you. You know it's your right, but you don't know how to get how to get your rights. 
Abi, have you not been harassed before? You know your rights, but you don't know how to get it. So they will still chance you. So God said, for you not to be chanced by the devil, you need to know, first of all. Because there are so many voices out there. Some people will tell you that sickness is your, he, he, you can manage sickness. No, you can't manage sickness. You are not permitted to manage sickness. When you read God's word, you will know that you are not permitted. Now, how do you refuse it? That's something that the Holy Spirit will tell you to do. He can tell you to go and see a doctor. They will put you on a diet and that is all you need. But you will just be taking drug. Be exercising. Taking drug. Exercising. Are you are there. You are doing monthly ajo for the doctor. When the pharmacist is, he knows. Ah, auntie, you are welcome. Uh, bring paracetamol. Bring uh, ibuprofen. Bring the, they don't need to ask you. They know that you are a monthly customer. They will just be and say, auntie, 16,000 now. As you are coming in, they say, it don't cost so. It's 24. You say, bring it. Bring it. That is not blessing. It's taken from you. The Bible says it is the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich and addeth no sorrow. Hallelujah. Isaiah 45 verse 2 and 3. God was talking to the children of Israel and I believe that by, by virtue of the fact that we are, we are into that covenant by faith. This is also talking to us. He says, I will go before you and make the crooked see the blessing of God. He said, you don't have to go. I will go before you. I'll make the crooked places to be straight. I will break in pieces the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron. I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places. Ah, there are secrets in this world. That you may know that I, the Lord who calls you by name, am the God of Israel. There are secrets. This used to be a secret. Is that not so? When did we start carrying tablets? When they say tablet before, how many of us know what we mean? It's medicine now. And they say, go and bring my tablet. <laughs> what are you going to go and bring for the person? But by virtue of one man's ingenuity, he has redefined the name, the meaning of tablets. This I will go before you. I, because you have heard my voice and you have followed me. I, he said, yeah, because you are following him. He said, I will go before you. See how we did to Peter. When they prayed for Peter to be delivered. What, did, what happened? An angel just woke him. Bros, let's go. Of its own accord, chain fell off his hand. Of its own accord, chain had to obey the voice of God. He doesn't need key. When God speaks, you don't need a key. How dare you? What? You don't know that there's a difference between death and sleep? The angel came and the key, the, 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 the handcuff obeyed God. Ah, this one pass. This one, this one's authority is passed. It's more than kill. You better respect yourself. Come out. He came down from his cell. Then your daughter said, Ah, who am I? If Ankov can obey. Oh, yeah, she let the door open. He said, There were three doors, oh, there were three gates. 
There were two people that were sitting beside him. They both had handcuffs in each other's hands. So they handcuffed him to one person, handcuffed him to another person. And the anchor, it was only the handcuff on his hand that fell. Ah, come on. And the anchor fell. Bah! And they didn't hear. A garrison of police or, or soldiers. Then the first door opened because they said they put him in the inner prison. The door opened. Then the ones in the outer prison were sleeping. Ah, when God wants to bless you, your enemy will be put to sleep. Amen. They will sleep. They will not know what happened. Amen. After you are gone, they will say, what happened? Is that what happened to Jesus? They say, put more soldier. They say they are going to come and steal his body. Put more soldier. When the one who is the almighty came on the scene, everybody felt like dead men. Even the rocks. Say, I beg Respect yourself. It's not, this is not the kind of person we can keep. Oh, let him come out. Have you seen how God blessed him? The Bible talked about Lazarus. Try and comprehend it. Do you know how they bind dead people? They don't bind them like this. They bind them like this. They will, they will bound them as one. Is that not so? Oh, that the body will not be scattering. Because the body is stiff. And the Bible says, Jesus said, Lazarus, come forth. And the turban and the wool came free of his own accord. Bo, did we hear who said so? You better unlook, unlose yourself. Let him go. This is not the one we are going to keep. Blessing of the Lord. You cannot be stopped. Because the one that has gone before you is the almighty God. So whether you are in the city, you are in the village, you just, you just prosper. Hallelujah. And all the gates started opening of their own accord. The inner gate. First of all, it was the handcuff. Then the inner gate. Then the second one. Then the gate to the city. The gate said, ah, gate, you better open. You know, Timbo. He couldn't be stopped. You better open. That you may know that I am the God of Israel. That is the blessing. But it comes from a place of knowing, first of all, your rights and then following the voice of the Spirit. Do you think that if Peter had not followed that angel, oh, they would have killed him? The angel's job is not for him to carry Peter. The angel's job is to give him instruction. If he obeys, well and good. If he doesn't, he will die. Did anybody tell that the angel helped him? The angel did not help him. He just woke him up. Bros, wear your clothes. Wear your sandal. He's there. Your sandal, wear it. He didn't even help him to wear his sandal. He said, wear your sandal. Wear your overcoat. Follow me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Knowing what, you be, what, what belongs to you. And then following the spirit of God. Number three. How do we seek the kingdom of God? In the place of prayer. First Thessalonians 5.17 says, pray without ceasing. And I don't mean, oh God, oh God, oh God. It's a conversation. Communing with your father. Have a spirit to spirit interaction. In a place that is devoid of distraction. You know, you can, you know, you can be praying while you are walking on the road. Say, Father, 
There's no job. I've gone here, I've gone here. You need to help me now. You need to help me. That's prayer. Why? Who are you talking to? You are talking to your heavenly father. Do you need an official letter to, to, to go and talk to your, dad, your earthly father? Do you say, dear father, comma, how are thou, comma, trust you are fine, full stop. I have come to receive my school fees money, comma, I trust that you will help me and give it to me on time, full stop, yours faithfully, your daughter. When your father looks at you, he says, are you mad? Are you all right? Is, every, is everything okay? Do we, do we need to be, you know, like somebody would say, do we need to be worried? <laughs> do, do I need to be concerned? <laughs> when they tell you that, they, they, they ask you whether they should go and call the psychiatrist. That, that's the way you talk to your dad, your heavenly father. Spirit to spirit interaction. Communing with our father. You know, Elijah was able to survive the drought in the place of prayer. God said, move. Move from here. God said, go to this place. He went and he was taken care of. Then when it was about to finish, you know some of us will beat tabernacle. Some, some of us have beat tabernacle in, in, in our office. We have beat tabernacle. God is saying, move. So he moved from there. God said, it's about to finish. Oh, this best I'm seeing. They won't bring it again. They are beginning to have meeting. They won't give you again. So you need to move. And throughout the, the drought, he was well taken care of. Is that not blessing? That you don't have to carry man to say, eh, Sholakbe, go to Mama Tunji's house. Tell her to just give me money. The of, of carry. I will give her money at the end of the month. We must renew our prayer altar. We can't survive without it. Because it's where we will get directions from. And I'm not talking about the prayer of give me, give me, give me, and every and all, again, give me. Sometimes you just go in the presence of God and just worship. You just worship. You just thank him. Just like Solomon did. He didn't ask for anything. He said, God, I want to enjoy you. I will thank you. I will praise you. So he started praising God. Ah, God said, come on now. Come on. I give you a blank check. Anything you need. Just put it there. It's already signed. When, if Dangote gives you a blank check, do you ask him whether it will bounce? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even if I, in my small capacity, if I give you a blank check, should you ask me if it will bounce? Now, if we have that, so, that much confidence in man, how much more God? Hallelujah. Just come into his place and just love him. Just praise him. Just thank him for that which he's done already. And knowing that he will do the rest. Hallelujah. And you know one, another thing about blessings? It goes hand in hand with obedience. We've been talking about obedience indirectly. Abraham was blessed because he obeyed God. God said, leave your father and your mother's land. 
It's not easy to, to, to approach yourself. And then he now said to a place where I will show you. Uh-uh. He doesn't have name. There's no place called a place where I will show you. God, you are the owner of everything. Tell me, is he Hebron? Is he Gogota? Is he where? Where? He said, no. Just get off first. And I will take you to a place where I, I will show you. So he kept on going. Until God said, stop. Hallelujah. You know, I had the story of Kenneth Hagin is also very, he was terminally ill and he kept praying. And God said, Get up now. I mean, anybody that is healed, they get up. Somebody that cannot walk that is paralyzed. God said, Get up. You say you want healing. Hey, I've given you get up. Does it make sense for a paralyzed person to get up without aid? He thought of, first of all, he fell flat on his face. I'm sure there was a. Yeah, following somebody you cannot hear. Eh, be lying down there. When they come in the night, they'll come and pick you. He's there, he will be. But we know the end of the story. Ah, you may look as if it is no God. He may look as if God is not there, but it is God. Stay there. This that's for somebody. It may look like it is not God. Because all the indices don't gel. But stay there. Everything is coming together. It is going to form a picture very soon. Hallelujah. There was another man. He went to a, the burial of a man of God. On his way back, he was angry with God. So he started complaining. God, this is not good. God, this is not fair. How can this man of God die? He is your son. He worked for you. He served you. How can this man just die like that? Don't you know it is a reproach to you? People will be saying that you cannot even give people long life. And he heard the spirit of God say, move left. He was driving. He kept complaining. How do you want his children to go through? His wife is a widow. The spirit of God said, move left. He kept talking. You know he's the, he's the lawyer in, in charge of the dead man. And he has, to, he has to brief God about the case. So he continued. Then he had this one of the shots out of me. Move left now. He swerved left. Immediately he swerved left. There was a truck that was coming that had that lost brake. Fear. God said, That is how other people will be asking me why I let you die. <laughs> because you refuse to obey and listen to instruction. That's how some other people will start carrying me to court again. So he got the blessing of what? Long life by obeying. Move left. Hallelujah. The disciples got a heavy catch of fish by just what? At thy word. They have told all nights. If it was you, you should go and sleep. And there's somebody who is a carpenter. Tells you to go and put what net in fish. What do you know? You think this is wood? We're talking fish and water. You don't know oceanography. We are the professional and we work at night. That is the law. You don't catch fish in the day. Jesus, go and sleep. Sit down somewhere if you don't know what you want to talk about. But he said, Lord, they told him, we have told all night to experience. We have done professional work. But at thy word. 
thy word. And the Bible said they caught so large a fish. They had to go and say, hey, bros, please, I beg, borrow me your nets. That is the kind of blessing that God will give you when you obey his word. In the name of Jesus, a net-breaking blessing. Just choose to obey him. And you know the beautiful part of it again, God is such a beautiful and a loving father. You know, blessings have domino effect. What did God tell Abraham? He said, I will bless you. And then you what? You will become a blessing. So when I finish blessing you, it will now begin to affect other people. Domino effect. Hallelujah. There are some blessings that God wants to put in your life that it will impact generations yet unborn. Hallelujah. You know the story of Elijah that I was telling you about? If Elijah had not obeyed God, that woman, that widow would have died. Because of Elijah's obedience, she got her own blessing. She got free food. Do you know what she told Elijah? He said, this is the last though. We are not going to commit suicide, but this, we know that after this one, eh, Sister Rebecca and her children have died. Dokas, I heard that three days ago, day to day, have Yamutu. In fact, Brother Philemon is on his deathbed. So we too, we know, as it's going like this, we should prepare. But at least if we are going to die, we will eat the last one. We cannot leave the last food. So we want to eat the last food. Then, <clears throat> whatever happens, Kesera, Elijah said, don't worry. Go and make for me first. How do you think it, it should it make sense? A stranger walks up to you and says, make for me first. Eh? <laughs> which part of this is the last meal didn't you hear and after it we will die did you not hear that but because she obeyed and because Elijah obeyed they also partook of the blessing there was a man of God I'm, I'm, I can't remember his name now. Pastor had talked about him before. He used to invest. He had a company that invests his money for him. So, whenever they want to invest, he would tell them, let me pray about it. And he would tell them where they should put his money. For 10 years, he had been doing that. So, one day, one of the investment guys now came and said, Oga, you know what will happen? Uh, actually, what has been happening is that, eh, he's the company that you say that we should invest in for you, that's, the, that's where we used to put our money. Do you understand? Because they found out that every decision, every company that he tells them to put his money, he never makes a loss. He never makes a loss. So they said, wait, oh, by experience, when this man says put money in company X, that company will make money. Then by experience, he says, put it in company Y. Then company Y, make money. So they started following him. When he says, put my money in company X, they will, too, they will carry all their money and put it in company X. Then all of them will make money. So after 10 years, somebody said 10 years, they now called him and said, oh God, you know what has been happening? And you know, we have been following you. So where are we going now? He said, who is who? He said, all of us. <laughs> because where you go, we will say, yeah, you didn't tell me. I would have been collecting brokerage. How was he able to do that? He says, every single time, he would table it before God and say, Lord, 
where do I invest this money? Do you think God is not interested in your business? And every single time God gives him a directive, he will never make a loss. So it had a domino effect, even on unbelievers that they didn't know. They were making money on his revelation. Blessings have domino effect. Hallelujah. You will be in an area, some people will be threatening them. You say, not on my watch. I remember when we were living in our former place, during the COVID, uh, SARS, end SARS time, people were, you know, they were going up and down. They were writing letters. Uh, area boys, robbers were writing letters to every, you know, street in our area. The, our uh, estates were just writing letters. We're coming, we're coming, we're coming. And my husband happened to be the chairman of the resident association. And I said, chairman, what are we going to do? Chairman, what are we going to do? Chairman, what are we going to do? They, came, they went to the estate before us. They robbed. They went to the estate after us. They robbed. They went to the estate after that. They robbed. My husband said, it will not happen as long as I am in this estate. Not on my watch. And not for one day. Not one day did they enter our estate. Blessings have domino effect. What are you declaring for? You know, we learned it this morning. That pronouncement... You pronounce it and God backs it up. Why? Because you are the blessed of the Lord. So every word that comes out of your mouth carries power. Not on my watch. I said every company that employs me has saved themselves from bankruptcy. I declare it because if they go bankrupt, I will lose my job. So for as long as I'm there, I carry my blessing there and I sustain that company. The day I leave, they're on their own. If they get somebody else to come and hold them, it's okay. I will carry my blessing because I have to carry it. I'll take it somewhere else. You carry blessing. You carry blessing. Wherever you are, you carry blessing. So you will need to start reviving our study of God's word. Don't play with God's word as to butumbu. You'll be doing like Frey. And then sister Tawan, Frey. Frey. You are reading God's word like novel. Okay. You know that the story of novel doesn't last in the mind. Mm, that's what happens. When you read God's word like novel, you will remember. How many novels have you read in your life? How many can you remember? Because it's not making an impression in your heart. Number two, that we need to do from this moment onward, we need to renew our prayer altar. We need to renew our prayer altar. Don't just be talking to God as if you are talking to, you know, uh, somebody that you want to quickly make a call to. You know, there are some people, when they call you, when they call you, they break the call. When you call them, they break the call. Have you not seen them before? Hello? Hello? Good morning. Good morning. So, what are uh, Okay, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Ah. I'll say, I'm the one that called you. It's my money. Let me finish. Some of us do, that's the way we, we talk to God. We pray. Father, you know, I'm going out in the name of Jesus. I give you praise and glory because all things work out for my good in Jesus' name. Amen. All right? You didn't wait to hear. Be sensitive to his leadings and his nudgings. Be sensitive because that's how he will lead you. Be sensitive. Last week, 
my, my last daughter, she wears glasses. Last week, I just had a nudge in my heart. Ask her for her glasses. And I asked her, I said, where's your glasses? She said, it's in my bag. I said, okay. And I left it like that. Ha. Then, on Monday, was it Monday or Tuesday? The Holy Spirit said, ask her for her glasses. I said, hey, come here. <laughs> Where's your glasses? It's my bag. I said, bring it out. Story change. <laughs> uh, what happened is that uh, then I said, uh-uh. the Holy Spirit been nudging me since last week. Ask her for her glasses. I just asked. And she gave me an answer that I thought was okay. So I left it. But the one that knows beyond the Noah, <laughs> he said, ask. So that morning, as she entered my room, I said, sis, where's your glasses? Ah, I said, bring it. The moment I said, bring it out, story change. <laughs> what happened was that my friend, he, he broke, I said, he broke what? The, the glasses was, it was, it, it was separated. There was a divorce from the left and the right. And yes, there were three parts. Three parts. And this is somebody that they said she wear glasses so I can correct her eyes. See, when God wants to help you, God knows that she needs to wear that glasses to correct her eyesight. So that I will not spend money forever on glasses. So he helped me. That's how God... See, God can help you in the minutest detail of your life. You want, to ent- you want to take a bus. God says, stop, wait. It may not be arm robber. It may be that when you enter, the chair, the seat has nail, nail to tear your dress. That's how God is particular about your life. Because he knows where you are going. You can't go there with torn clothes. You are going to collect contract. Your clothes is torn. How will you get there? He wants to handle every minutest detail. That is the blessing. Hallelujah. That your life will just be, you will just be flawless. You, everything will just, it makes you look like a flawless life. And people will be wondering, how, how, how? Don't you have problems? You do. But when they get solved, you don't know. Because even when you are in the problem, you are smiling. Because you know that the one that makes the end from the beginning is in charge. So you are not carrying it on your face. Like you've got the whole world on your, your hand. The, you have handled your matter to the one that has the whole world. So you are relaxing. Hallelujah. He wants to bless us this evening. Can we rise up to our feet? Let's just begin to worship him. We begin to praise him. Just give him glory. Give him glory. Give him glory. Give him glory. I've said these stories many times before. Up to shoes. Up to shoes. There was a day I wore one shoe. The Holy said, we are not that one. I said, I should be in church I'm going to. I'm going to sit down. As I entered church like this, the heel went off. Hey! By the time it happened the second time, I listen now. If he says, why don't you wear another shoe? I don't, I don't. Is it a blessing for a pastor's wife to be wearing ordinary leg in church? So I went there. They are now looking for shoemaker on a Sunday morning. That is the blessing. That your life is put together. People are just wondering how is it? Worship him. Oh, just give him praise. You just know where to go, what to do. When? People will say, I am making cake. In this Ogbele, in this COVID, I'm still making money. It's God. Because he told you to do so. 
Project. 